It's, it's Christmas time and it's hard not to gain a lot of weight. She's not gaining weight, though. I'm just putting that on record. You're well, not gaining any weight. <laughs> it's not showing. <laughs> but I but, but I bought a pumpkin pie big. from uh, Danville Bakery the other day, and I'm ha- and I'm forced I'm forced to eat it all by myself. And so I, I was also forced to go get some Cool Whip last night uh, to add to this said pumpkin pie. There you go. And uh, nice so I ate about there. a quarter of it last night with a dollop of Cool Whip, and it's good yeah. time. So. Anyways, um, it's been a while since we've done these podcasts because I feel like the news is going so fast Mm -hmm. that every day I'm like, okay, I'm going to do one today, and then it's already changed. Yes. And so I think the biggest thing to say at this point about what's going on with the um, election, the voter fraud, all that kind of stuff, the best thing I can do for you is probably just give you sources. Uh, the, the sources that I'm looking to on a, I'm trying not to do it on a daily basis because it can get unhealthy. Um, nervous. She's kind of being my accountability in that um, slash, uh, what do you call accountability when it's like someone that's yelling at you? Yelling at you. See? See how <laughs> in he spirit, did least. that? Um, but, you know, she's on top of me. She's on top of me telling me like, hey, don't get lost in this stuff. Not too many hours a day. It's not good for yes. the soul. Yes. Not good for your soul. And I have that kind of personality. Very right? extreme. Well, I wouldn't call it extreme. Very focused. Once he puts his mind to something, it's just you have to say, hey, remember to come out and breathe. Remember yes. to live a little. And uh, yeah, there's so gotta be some of that. Yes. There's got to be a job out there that this is really tailor-made for my, my <laughs> like my personality sure. and this thing. Not to say that the job we're doing now I don't love, but I think there's like there's something specifically made for this and I'm and I gotta find that thing. Um I don't know if you should find that thing. <laughs> You're good where you are. Okay. I'm good but it's funny, I was talking to a friend today and we were just discussing the latest events and you know she admitted to not being able to research and that's mm. what it takes to stay on top of a yeah. topic. And um, if you're not a researcher, you're just taking in the news and the headlines, and yeah, that's man. not good either. But that's not the case with you, Seth. You're definitely right. a researcher, no, no, no. Too far, uh, right? to say the least. And so it's good. You have those that can and do it, and yeah. it's a calling, so to speak. Or a, And like all of us, we have, yeah. to, we have to find people we trust. To, because we don't, none of us have, you know, it's just humanly impossible. God built it like that to where we have a, a, a division of labor, even in the there body. You like, it. you know, you don't have one person who is the apostle, prophet, pastor. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like typically you have different people fulfilling different functions On to come team. together as a yeah. body, a team, an organization. Mm-hmm. And so that's also what we have in any of this ideolo- ideological battles that we're in. Yeah. Um, we have talked about this many times where. If you're listening to any of the mainstream news, including Fox, you are just you're allowing yourself to be the victim of a psychological operation, a psyop, because they basically have committed themselves at this point to to mere propaganda, um, narrative creation, uh, quote unquote, fact spinning. And so they're just, they're not giving, there's so much error there that the only reason you would go to them is to really see what the crazy propaganda yeah, is what, that they're what are speaking. The latest lies? And what to are be able to combat it, but not, not if you're looking for truth. Sure. So here's, I'm not going to give you like the 20 sources that I'm mm. digesting every day, <laughs> but I'm going to give you just a few here. Uh, we've talked about it before. News, Newsmax, uh, OAN, One America, I think it's OAN, mm-hmm. One America News Voice or something like that. Um, and then the Epic Times or Epoch Times. I still can't figure out how. I've, I've seen the ads where they say Epic, but it's spelled Epoch. And then I've heard people say it epic. both ways. But anyways, um, Epic Times, you can subscribe to them. They, they do really good updates, you know, <laughs> multiple per day. Um, we're going to be referencing one of their charts here today. Beyond that, if you're looking for like a more in-depth legal um, understanding, you can you can subscribe. I think it's J Seculo. Uh, if it's not S E K U L O W, I believe uh, his his team was part of Trump's um, legal team for the impeachment. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been involved with some of these voter fraud cases. They're not the main team right now, which is Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, and company. Mm-hmm. But they they talked about today that, that they might actually join. Um, this new lawsuit with Texas as well. So there's a lot going on with that, but they they give daily briefings um, on exactly what's going on and how to interpret it. Um, Maybe just, uh, I won't even give you more than that. Let's just start with those four for now. 
those are great resources if you want to get past the fake news and, and hear what's really going on from reliable sources, people that are digging and on the front lines. Um, before we jump in today, which we're going to talk about, we watched Avengers Endgame, Infinity Wars and Endgame yeah. the other night, and it was prophetic, right? It felt so timely and so relevant, like, man, they kind of foresaw this and say, let's make some movies about this, <laughs> yeah. things to come. <laughs> yes, and you know, I, and but, I love Infinity Wars, Nerva, she, she loves both of them. For me, Endgame, and not this is a movie thing, but Endgame was, there's... Whenever it comes to time travel, I'm I'm a stickler for it. I didn't like their their whole time travel thing. So for me, it's that part of it I don't love. But mm-hmm. I love the I love the aspect of like there's this long term end game, and that at the end, you know, the good guys win. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna be talking about Supreme Court in game today. Very good. Before we jump into that, though, I want to I want to give a larger context for like where are we in general right now with the voter fraud what's going on with that what's been the game plan so far and then what's kind of the other side and then we'll jump into that um but um let me mention really quickly just uh, while you're you know we are back on lockdowns here in california for some inexplicable (laughs) reason that uh because of science you know and so i'm gonna be um talking about uh the the covid thing we're gonna we're gonna touch that again here in the next couple weeks um just you know surrounded the craziness the vaccines what's going on where where is the science stand as it is but we're back on lockdown some of you may be on lockdowns no better time than to sit with your family Mm -hmm. and learn some critical thinking skills (laughs) so i want to recommend impact 360 if you'll go to impact 360 you can look for the courses there courses on worldview the resurrection uh, so many, so many good opportunities there, and you can type in the the promo code for FreeMind, one word, and they'll give you a, a discount for those. Please, please, please go to those and do those with your family. They're going to be really helpful during this time. All right, so Supreme Court in game context. Uh, if you haven't been watching Rudy Giuliani's team, they've been going around to the the, the legislators. Um, for the various swing states that were the ones involved in the in the voter fraud to present evidence because and and here's the thing if you're talking with friends they're either low information or they're just listening to the mainstream media or they might be left leaning they're going to be saying well you know all these all these cases by Trump are being dismissed, mm-hmm. right? Um, and therefore, you can know for for a fact that basically Trump is just making this stuff up. He's just kind of squealing. Some more cynical th- thoughts are well, he's trying to prepare for a 2024 run, so he's trying to make this look like he was cheated out of it, so he can come back and make this run later on. Other sources are saying, well, he's trying to do this to raise money and just set himself up for this next phase in life before go back to Mar-a-Lago and and you know get his businesses running again all these different theories for why Trump is basically concocting these stories of voter fraud that's that's the idea mm-hmm. now if you have been following though and actually watching any of the presentations you'll realize that statement is just ludicrous like the voter fraud is so apparent what the democratic party did not count on was the level of turnout that day for trump okay so the you know the i guess system systematic i would say because it's intentional wasn't just systemic there's systemic involved as well in the machinery but the systematic widespread voter fraud within those swing states is clear and it's been apparent it's been basically proven with the sworn affidavits um all the the testimonies of these various people epic times put out this um interesting article i think or actually it's a chart it's if you look it up i'll I'll put this in the show notes as well voter fraud allegations infographic epic epic times jpeg and basically here's how they break it down just to give you a quick you know Just a snapshot of what happened. So, of course, the 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 CCP virus, as Epic Times calls it, the Chinese Communist Party virus, the coronavirus, became the pretext. They say never let a crisis go to waste. So that became they used that for many different things. One of the things was to promote this usage of universal mail-in ballots, which people in both parties throughout history have said. 
you can't do this. It's because it's it's too. Um, there's just no way to keep voter fraud out of that. Mm-hmm. It's too hard to keep track of it, match it up. At best, you should have absentee va- balloting where people have an excuse and they have to write in and request it. And then they do signature verification for that mm-hmm. when they send it back in. Whereas universal mail-in ballots, they just send them out to all sorts of people. They can be rounded up. Um, you can print copies, which we think might have happened as well. Put them in as stacks. There's just so many ways to manipulate it. So they had universal mail-in ballots, the easing of mail-in restrictions, poll watchers obstructed, mm. electronic voting systems that are compromised, or at least able to be compromised easily, potential foreign influence, media and big tech, though that's where the, the disinformation campaign that they were prepared for to okay. shut down and censor any oh, any uh, yeah. opposing viewpoints to what you they were saying. I've seen that. Go ahead. Yeah, and we'll talk about that a little bit today with YouTube's recent announcement. And then, you, of course, the context that we gave last time, which was the four years of campaigns against Trump. In other words, this has been one long coup d'etat. Um, from we th- we thought it was merely the Democratic Party. It's turned out it's much more involved oh, than yeah. that. Okay. The DNC and the establishment GOP are really probably the JV teams in this in this oh, whole goodness. thing. Okay. Um, and again, this sounds conspiratorial. Um, I can only say that I've been researching this. Nerva can testify from reliable resources, multiple sources, probably too long each day. But for the past two years, been looking into this, and it's not conspiratorial at all. The information is actually right there, um, hidden in plain sight, if you could even say hidden. But in the four-year campaign, you had the Russia hoax. You had... The impeachment, they pivoted to the Ukrainian impeachment. Um, you had so many, you know, fake narratives created. Trump is Hitler. Trump is this, you know, authoritarian tyrant. Um, all these kinds of things. And you had BLM. You had Antifa, the, the militia arm of the DNC. Anyways, um, this is all part of what's called a color revolution, which I'm going to talk about here in a minute. But let me pop through some of these elements. And if you have anything just to add into this, just jump in, babe. But this Epic Times article, it puts the fraud under two major headings. The first heading is ballots. Those are dealing with the paper ballots themselves. The second heading is the electronic voting systems. Okay. So real briefly, with the ballots, you had... Um, you had these packs of ballots come in that were 98% for Biden, which statistically that they call that an irregularity. But more than that, like statisticians are saying this, this kind of thing is impossible mathematically to happen. Uh, you have these perfectly black bubbles that were marked in the ballots, which show that it wasn't marked by a human hand. Ah, You have, um, lack of signature verification. This is what has been going on in Georgia. And um, where they didn't want to make them verify signatures. So you have all these mail-in ballots. Well, they take them out of the envelopes, and then you don't know where they came from, who they came from. And they didn't have anybody to verify that the signatures of these things matched their signatures in the past. So you could, you know, like we got mail-in ballots here. We could have just taken them if if they were in someone else's name or an apartment complex. We could have filled them in for our candidate, signed their name, and sent it in. Nobody, Nobody would even check the signature. You have tens of thousands of ballots that arrived overnight. You have um, the ballots were counted multiple times. All kind of witnesses were saying that they were putting it through the machines multiple times. Um, you had back da- backdating of ballots when they came in too late. They were backdating them. You had votes that were counted after the deadline. You had poll watchers that were obstructed. Uh, Many cases of that in Pennsylvania and Michigan, where basically they pushed the Republicans out of the room. They had to get another court injunction to get them back in the room, but then they separated them so far out they couldn't see the right, ballots. Too far away from the counting. Okay. Crazy stuff. Um, then you had uh, votes cast for people who had moved out of the state. Uh, you had PO boxes listed as home addresses that happened. Uh, I think a thousand people or more in Georgia. And then you had. Um, an unusually low ballot rejection rate. So, okay. In the past, in Georgia state elections, uh, well, I'll just read this. It said an affidavit 
by Benjamin Overholt, an expert in applied statistics and research methods at the University of Northern Colorado, notes that there was a 0.15% rejection rate in the 2020 general election compared to a 0.28% rejection rate in the 2016 general election. The 0.20% in the 2018 general and 0.28% in the 2020 primary. So you had a you had a lot higher rejection rate, and actually the the difference between that can make a difference in the mm-hmm. in the state um, popular vote. What turns out to be, you know, for this candidate or that candidate. So in all these ways, you had these major ballot problems. Well, then you go to the electronic voting systems. We've heard about the Dominion thing, Scorecard, Hammer, Smartmatic. Well, it turns out these things are easy to manipulate. They have Venezuelan ties. They have built-in vulnerabilities. Uh, No employee oversight. Servers that were not hardened. Hacking risk. Outdated operating systems connected to the internet when they weren't supposed to be. USB sticks plugged into the machines. Broken certification process. And so, again, go to the Epic Times JPEG and read through this. They have details under each of these headings. But that's just an overview to show you that clearly, you know, there was all kinds of problems with this election. Specifically, probably in most states, but specifically in the swing states. And if you go back and you watch any of the um, presentations, oh yeah, they made. those were compelling. Especially the one from Philadelphia. I watched. There are some witnesses who served, and they said there were some very odd behaviors going on. I mean, they weren't able to watch up close the counting. They were like put two, 20 feet away where you couldn't even tell what was going on. And yeah. So, and there was, I don't know if you might have seen these videos floating around as well as um, just a suitcase of being pulled up under from the table right. after everyone in the room was clear. There's some of that as well. So, well, so that was the Georgia case okay. that they basically caught them red-handed on these videos in um, the State Farm Center, I believe it was, where they claimed there was some water leak that day. Oh, and okay. it turned out that it was, was a clogged toilet. Oh, they, and they they made everybody leave, um, and these four people stayed behind. They pulled these ballots, Kinda these suitcases, suitcases. from okay. underneath this table, and for the next three hours, they were there by themselves running these things through these machines, mm, and each machine no could okay. count up to three thousand ballots, I think, per hour. And so the the mainstream media tried to pounce on this and, and mm-hmm. say, no, this has all been debunked. Social media joined them. Okay. All this story's been debunked, but it hadn't been debunked. And there's a Federalist um, newspaper article that shows why it hadn't, in fact, been debunked. Uh, and yeah, I don't have time to talk through all that now. But if you want to research that at all, you can look at that Federalist article. You can go and watch the video of the guy that was supposed to be over that county. Remember watching him, and he he was trying to dismiss it, and then they were like, "Well, right. you know, what did you think of the video?" Well, I hadn't even I hadn't seen the video yet, and so you could tell there's a there's a clear weird cover up thing going on in Georgia. Uh, a couple people to follow on Twitter right now as well, maybe a few. Uh, Lynn Wood, L I N W O O D. He's uh he's got a case going on. He's a lawyer in Georgia, and he is just man. He's ripping these Republican leaders in Georgia, sure. which they should be. They're apparent. It looks like they're tied to China. They had invested in the Dominion Systems, given all this money to China. It, it's looking more and more like there's some kind of corruption going on there with Brian Kemp, uh, the Secretary of State Raffensperger, and a couple other guys there. And so you can follow Lynn Wood, and he's you know just kind of peppering them. They have clearly wanted to try to not let people see this voter fraud in Georgia. They have clearly not wanted to fight what seems to be like ma- like systematic voter fraud. Mm-hmm. And so you got to ask the question, what's going on here? And he's really digging into that. Sydney Powell, follow her on Twitter, and General Michael Flynn. These will give you good updates yeah. like on what's going on. And far be it from us to send anyone to Twitter. But if you're going to follow someone, at least you want to be following someone that is um, providing yes. good information. Yep. And they're on Parler as well. So okay, if you good. just want to go to Parler, um, I think I'm probably going to get off Twitter after this whole thing goes down. But there, you know, there's... A reason to stay in the fight there for some people for sure uh but they're they are on par parlor as well you can find them there um but yeah so 
you know, here we are basically, I think the voter fraud in, in, in this case, you know, at this time, many people are saying that, well, to call it fraud is even to soften it. Like it needs to be called voter crime or treason mm, yeah. um, at this at this point. And I think we're going to see more of this coming out. I, I do. I, I don't know this for sure, but I, but it seems like there was a server in Germany that was get that was taken by a special ops team. They actually had the story is that they had to go in there and fight some of our own CIA to recover the server. They think that white hat hackers have it, quote unquote. Um, we'll see how that pans out, but they are saying that there's proof on that server of um, that. Uh, I think it was Iran, China, and Russia were involved in observing and even flipping votes as well as Barcelona, Spain. Uh, and supposedly the military intelligence unit has this information, this server. They have also, some of these kind of like high level intelligence people have joined Sydney Powell's case. You can follow that on her Twitter. You can go look through that yourself. Um, but the big idea of these cases is most people were saying from the beginning, I, I follow a guy named Jerome Corsi. He's a, uh, he really is kind of a, if you look him up, they call him a conspiracy theorist or right-wing conspiracy theorist. I would just say go to his YouTube and check him out for yourself. You'll see he's not that. He's a brilliant guy, um, doctorate from, I think it was Harvard. And um, not that that makes you brilliant. That actually probably makes you worse these days. But it was back in the 70s when I think they still had some people of sense uh, in there. But Corsi has been claiming from the beginning that this the stuff they were doing like Rudy Giuliani and those guys was really important, but legally it wasn't the thing. Like it wasn't going to be the thing because he said the Democrats knew they wouldn't have enough time to prove voter fraud in court because that's going to take, he said, months or even years to do that. The way you have to go about it, there's different kind of courts and all that kind of stuff. So those lawsuits are probably going to continue for a long time. We won't see that unfold till down the road. But he was saying they're really important because what they are doing initially is they're getting the word out to the public. Even okay. these hearings for the legislators, even if you couldn't get those um, legislators to have enough courage to to do what the guy uh, was a Massastroni or Manastroni. He was one of the guys leading the Pennsylvania charge. One of the legislators there who was saying, "Hey, this is this thing stinks." We need to, you know, call a special session and not do the certification. Well, he couldn't get enough support um, for whatever reason, among other people. But uh, of course, he was saying they probably that probably wasn't going to happen anyways because legislators tend not to be that those kind of diehard, like courageous oh, yeah. <laughs> people that are going to stand and, and make this kind of decision against the flow. But he said that they were really important for getting making the public. Um, awareness and and in that sense you have to politically do that so you prepare um, the nation to understand that there is voter fraud so that when the real thing goes through which is the Supreme Court case he's been claiming this from the beginning um, probably from November 4th on when that happens you have to have the people prepared for it to know there's voter fraud so I think we're going to see those cases um, continue to play out over the long haul and I think there's going to be some strong ones, and they are going to prove it. And, and the hope is, I don't know, I still can't tell if Bill Barr is, you know, what's going on with him. But whoever becomes the attorney general, or maybe if he remains it, but, you know, hopefully. And, and if you're coming to this new, basically, he's, he made a statement last week he hadn't seen the voter fraud yet in a way that would overturn the election. Um, and that was picked up by AP, the Associated Press, and there was this whole, you know, controversy mm-hmm. whether he's quote unquote compromised or not. Or- right, because if you go back and you look at Bill Barr's previous statements, he had warned of mail. Of, True, I of did watch mail-in that. Ballots. He was totally not in favor yeah. of mail-in ballots, and now he's saying, and he was saying, I was haven't seen any fraud. evidence yep. of fraud. Okay, yeah. So it seems like okay. there's a debate going on right now: is he compromised or is he kind of playing into this larger plan and acting like he hasn't seen anything, even though he knows he's going to see it and he, and he's going to kind of behind the scenes indict all these people because a lot of these higher ups, if these charges are even partially true, have committed treason. Mm-hmm. So we may see some, 
you know, if this goes through and Trump, you know, gets reelected and all this kind of stuff, we may see some major indictments of high level people. And it was interesting to hear Trump's response. They were asking about Barr. He said, check with me in two weeks. I thought that was yeah. very interesting. Yeah, that they, was like, yeah, they were like, do you trust, response. you know, yeah, have you lost you trust, your trust, yeah. Barr? He said, you know, we'll see in, a th- in the next few weeks. weeks. Like, oh, we'll see. And so okay. I, I'm still leaving a question mark on Barr. Some people have written him off and, and he could be either compromised or just trying to run the clock out because he's scared or he's deep state. You know, all kind of theories out there. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping... I'm hoping that's not the case, but we'll see. But either way, I think down the road, if unless the the Democrats end up successfully stealing this election, I think we're going to see some major indictments in the future, but that's going to take time. The real case, though, is this Supreme Court case. And we've been, you know, Corsi has been talking about just the need for the right case. He even he even submitted his own case last week for the right case as an individual. Yeah. So for the right case, it's got when I've heard that. And again, this isn't my area of expertise at all, like legal stuff. But I'm just trying to listen to these guys and understand it as best as I can. But the right case, they said it needs to be a tight case to go to Supreme Court. It needs to be clear and it needs to be. It needs to encompass enough to really matter. So this is another this is another example of the fake news. So you saw that the Supreme Court case, the, there's a Pennsylvania case that was um, being appealed to the Supreme Court. Now they they had said uh, I, I forget the word. It was an injunction, like an expedited injunction. So they wanted them to take the case before the date of safe harbor uh, for the legislators which was december 8th so they put forth that the supreme court will take this case and they denied the injunction so they didn't they didn't reject the case they they rejected the the expedited process to hear it now okay so this is what um you know fake news cnn wrote about this The, the the article titled Supreme Court rejects Pennsylvania Republicans' attempt to block Biden victory. Hmm. So already we see in the title that's wrong. Um, they didn't reject the Republicans' attempt to block Biden victory. They, it, sure. they rejected the expedition of it. But listen to this first sentence. The Supreme Court on Tuesday denied a request from Pennsylvania Republicans to block certification of the Commonwealth's election results, delivering a near-fatal blow <laughs> to the GOP's long-shot bid to invalidate President-elect Joe Biden's victory. The Supreme Court's action is a crushing loss for Trump, who has frequently touted the high court's potential to overturn his election loss. So um, just listen to that language. You would think by that, right? Oh, man, this is a this is a big blow for Trump. Well, I had among the sources that I follow, I was listening to them that night two of them that I listened to were like, man, this is great news. Why is this great news? Well, both of them said, because that day, Texas had put forth um, their case to the Supreme Court um, alongside of this. So the, the court, yeah, the Supreme Court basically rejected the expedition. Again, they didn't reject, the case is still up before mm-hmm. the Supreme Court. So they again, you can see the fake the the way they spin this stuff in the in, sure. a, in an article. Um, but basically, they said we don't want to deal with this right now because we have they they made no comment with, on on their rejection, which they say is unusual in a Supreme Court rejection like that, which led then these two guys to believe that they were making room for the Texas case. Oh, okay. Now, why would they do that? Well, because in the Pennsylvania case, it's only Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania by itself right now as it stands is not enough to overturn the election. The Texas case is against four states, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, Georgia, and um, I'm forgetting the other one right now offhand. Um, anyways, it's a, it, there's, a, there's another state that's part of that swing state thing. I don't think it's Nevada. It's not Arizona. Oh, it might be Wisconsin, but I'm not sure. Anyways, it's definitely Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Georgia. Those there between the four of them, there's 62 electoral votes. So this is um, election outcome determinative. So if you're the Supreme Court, 
and you want to take one of these cases clearly, you you're going to take, take the bigger, bigger one. With yeah, more weight. Okay. which also has implications for other states involved. Jeez. Now, because um, because of that, this CNN article is just completely misguided. Again, it's meant to be part of that disinformation campaign. Like Trump is just lying about this stuff. Watch, it's failing over and over again. He can't get any traction on this stuff. We need to move on. We need to move on. Uh, now, just today, interestingly enough, th this is another um, Epic Times article, but I saw it this morning. A friend sent it to me. But YouTube said because of the Safe Harbor December 8th date, they were going to start taking down YouTube videos that were challenging President-elect, quote-unquote, Joe Biden's victory. Hmm. and claiming voter fraud and all this kind of stuff. They were going to start taking it down. So let that, let that just hit you for a second. That YouTube, owned by Google, wow. is going to start blocking claims of voter fraud. Hmm. Now at this point, you again, I, I'm just trying to wake people up that might not be, might not be awake yet. You should be seeing this now clearly for what it is. Let me and let me just quickly talk to you about the color revolution. Um, this is uh, I was getting this stuff from a guy. I think his name is Brandon Howes. There's a lot of different resources, ways you can get this information. But basically, he said a color revolution seeks to prohibit or delegitimize the election of a political leader. They rely heavily on four things. One. Political warfare, which is basically brainwashing propaganda, it's information, disinformation and misinformation campaigns. Two, they label the elected official as an authoritarian, a dictator, bullet, fascist, or lawless. That's been going on. Both of those have been going on since day one, right? Uh, since Trump came down the escalator. Um, three, they do strikes to disrupt basic services and societal order. They put forth strikes, different, you know, different ways of trying to disrupt the normal flow of things. Hmm. And four, they 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 work out this scenario where you have clashes with law enforcement and oh riots boy. that are blamed on supporters of the political leader being opposed. So you'll notice that even in the quote unquote peaceful protests where there was violence, they were trying to claim it was people undercover as Antifa that were actually from right wing, you know, organizations, all this kind of crazy stuff. Um, and they've done this in other nations. And even the U.S. has been part of these campaigns in other um, other nations over the years. I would just encourage you to go study color revolutions. But that first one, the political warfare, the brainwashing and the propaganda, that's what we've been seeing through the mainstream media and the big tech companies. Uh, censorship would be a subset of that. Hmm. So they censor the, the, the people that are um, coming against their viewpoints. We saw that with hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. We, um, we see it with every single tweet that's about voter fraud sure. where it says... about COVID, science, yeah, and all that, yeah. Yeah, they, they'll put these warning labels on there. Um, this is, you know... Associated Press has called the race for President Biden. See more here. You know, all these kinds of things. Now they're just outright taking stuff down. And so you could tell, to me, that says where they're getting kind of in that desperate situation. So I think the people are, are recognizing. Uh, and again, if you want to know the connections between these organizations, you might be thinking, well, how could they coordinate this? with so many separate entities? That would be the question I would ask. And when you dive into it, you realize a lot of these guys, these guys at the top, they're all connected. They're connected under these branches. Some of them report to all the same people, but um, oftentimes they'll be connected. And we're finding out more and more, actually, that many of them are connected to the Chinese government in nefarious ways. Uh, just today even, did you see that? The Swalwell yes. guy, that the information came out. He was a... Um, is he a representative in California? Something. I he's remember. involved though in high level stuff. Like he's had access he's to high level intelligence. He was he was one of the main guys really um, virulently coming for Trump with the Russia thing. For sure. And come to find out the whole time he had this high level intern who he was in a relationship with that was a Chinese communist spy. 
I think she has been moved out of the country now and even um, he has been, if I'm not mistaken, even today sat down from his access to um, the intelligence. But this is the kind of thing you have going on that makes you say, man, what's what's happening here? There's a video that came out this week from uh, a Chinese guy that was talking, that was on Tucker Carlson, talking about how they weren't able to do what they wanted to do with Trump in office and how yeah, now that Biden was quote-unquote elected, they were able to get their connections back with Wall Street and put forth their agenda, um, all connected to this World Economic Forum. We're going to talk about that probably next week, the Great Reset. And again, all this stuff is right there online. You can go look at it. They they telegraph a lot of what they're going to do. Um, so anyways, um, you know, the situation... We're seeing now is Project Mockingbird. That's another interesting one with the mainstream media that a lot of these high-level people are connected together. Big tech companies, uh, Zuckerberg, you got uh, Twitter. Uh, my, my brain is going out. I forget. Jack. Jack um, at Twitter. And you got these guys there. They're in they're colluding they're in step. And so now you got Google doing it as well with YouTube. Just saying they're going to flat out take these videos down. It's really crazy. So you can go look at that on YouTube's um, website. They have a, it's today, I think it was today's blog. So today, just in case you're wondering, is December 9th. We're recording. Um, and, and again, if you type in Epic Times and YouTube um, censorship, you can find it there as well. But they're saying they're going to take these videos down. So what are they scared of? Okay. What they're scared of is this Texas lawsuit. I ah, think they, you think so? okay. I think they recognize now that um, there's a really like the Supreme Court case that Texas had is is basically an open and shut case, unless the jurors, sorry, not the jurors, the the judges don't have the temerity or the courage to do what's clear, what according to the Constitution. Okay. So constitutional experts are saying yeah this is a this is a pretty clear case what happened in all those states the four states that they reference here was unconstitutional because it wasn't they didn't go through the proper processes so this isn't going to be they don't even have to prove necessarily widespread fraud in this case or or systematic fraud they will they will show that it happened but all they have to do really is show that it was unconstitutional. Hmm. Now the fraud and all that kind of those cases are going to have to happen down the road because the people the, the whole system needs to be reformed and people need to be brought to justice. But that's not going to happen here. The Democrats knew they wouldn't have time to do that before the January 20th date. Um, so the, the case has always been the Supreme Court case. You know, there was a small chance, again, that the legislators might rise up and do the right thing um, and call for the you know special sessions and, and basically block the certification or send Trump electors because they really do have the right to do that. But to do that would require just huge amount of bravery and courage that you're not going to find typically at that level. Um, so the case has pretty much always been the Supreme Court case. So what the what the media is going to try to do now is say, well, they're really what they're talking about is frivolous. You know, it doesn't really matter. But it's actually the the thing that matters constitutionally. So the thing that matters constitutionally may not be the thing that makes most sense to the common person. Uh, what well, makes most sense to the you know like the man in the street? We're going to be saying. Man, there was clear voter fraud here. Overturned the election results because of the clear voter fraud. And while that matters, and while that will play a part in the Supreme Court case, what matters for the Supreme Court is was it constitutional? Hmm. And so the case Texas is bringing us to say no, it it wasn't constitutional because they have this process that the legislators have to go through to actually vote, and and it's it takes long and it's harder to do to change how elections are done, which would allow them to do the mail-in ba- ballots like they did it. They didn't okay. go through that process. Ah. So in many cases, the secretaries of state or the governors or the state Supreme Over- Courts okay. overrode that and just did it. They just did it fiat. Hmm. Um, and, and because of that, it's because kind of, of that, whether or not you could prove the voter fraud wouldn't matter in the Supreme Court case constitutionally. You would have to say those elections 
were done unlawfully and because Texas abided by the law. And what they're saying is these other states, they Did didn't not. abide by the ah. law. And now they are disenfranchising our state wow. votes okay. because they just made up laws that are unconstitutional. Okay. And they really did. And we know that we know there was systematic, widespread voter fraud that actually did overturn the election. That's clear from the stats. It's clear from the math. It's clear from their finding, even as they run through like 100 ballots for Trump, 100 ballots for Biden, that it's coming back, that it's calculating Biden at 100. And I think it was like, I can't remember the exact number. It was like 127 to Trump, like 76 or something. So there, there are weighted algorithms involved and that's becoming clear but that's going to take time to prove at the lower courts I see, I see. what matters for the supreme court is to say they didn't do it constitutionally therefore it disenfranchised these other states many states are now joining the texas thing um that did abide by the Constitution. right so they're joining their okay. case um sure. and that's going to mean different things for different states but i think i think i saw that there was arkansas uh, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida. I've heard maybe as many as 14 states now wow. have joined. Okay. Also, Trump, um, he said, he, he put out a thing this morning saying they were going to intervene and join this court case as hmm. well. Did you have something to say on that? No, just a side note, by the way, and I hate doing this because this has been done to so many people so many times, but I saw a little clip of Biden saying that they had put together the most extensive voter fraud organization, organization yeah. in the history yeah. of this country. And I said, what is he saying? What is he talking well, about? Exactly. And it's just a clip. I don't know if you've seen that floating around. We've put together the most extensive voter fraud in, in history. Yep. And I said, that they let that get out, like those words yeah. coming out of his mouth. Very interesting to and me. And so this, and this is how it works again. So sure. the mainstream media writes that off as a gaffe. Well, okay. he, he missaid he he meant to say they put safeguards in for okay. voter fraud, the most extensive. Okay. But no, no, no. But but what's funny is other people are saying because it does, to all appearances, look like he's in the first stage of dementia. Yes. And oftentimes in that, people say, say stuff what they really, what they really think. <laughs> So that that's kind of the two sides on how do you sure, interpret that. Sure, that um, is crazy. But it would be, I mean, it seems to be ironic because it is one of the most extensive Since voter fraud oh organizations yeah. that we've ever seen. Again, under those two headings, they did it the old school way, which is the paper ballots. They did it that way. They mm -hmm. stopped the counting. They you know pulled the briefcases from sure. underneath the table. They drove in trucks, trucks across straight ballots, state lines. Thousands and thousands of All ballots, these things yeah. because they didn't anticipate that Trump would even overcome the the machine voter ah, algorithms. Okay. Because when you wait it, you still it's still had like his votes are still going up. It's sure. just flipping a small percentage, so it's meant to be undetectable. Okay. Then they did drag and drop on the computers as well. They've got to those again. They've got to be able to get into the machines and assess that and. Each state was trying to block that from happening, which makes you think, what do they have to hide? Sure. Right? But they did go into Michigan. We're supposed to get those results in the next couple of days. They went in and were able to... Right, invest the machines. Okay. Yeah, look at 22 machines. Okay. The one they looked at in Georgia did show the weighted algorithm. They have evidence on the news that night where you saw uh, votes flip. From Bi from Trump's Trump category to, to Biden's, Biden. and those that. are going through the server in Frankfurt, Germany. Wow, that's where they get that information on those news services. So lots of stuff like that is 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 going to show. You know, we've already seen this clear voter fraud, but I think it's going to become more apparent over time, and like it's going to clarify exactly how they did it. And it, but back to the Supreme Court case. Here's what my best understanding of what's going to happen. Okay, so okay. there's. There's still a chance, you know, anything could happen. Like they they haven't officially taken the case, but they have done something that's called docketed. They've docketed the case, and what that that is like the first official step. Okay. And they've also written to the four states and said they need to bring their responses by Thursday. So you're, if you're listening to this, this will be I guess Thursday, the 10th of December, when they have to get that back. I'm hearing they that it may be the case that is soon as Friday they take this before the Supreme Court and Saturday we could have a ruling. Wow. They could still say they don't want to hear the case at this point. But we but chances are I've heard they will because Clarence Thomas and, and Judge Alito have argued in the past that the only place that states 
can sue each other would be to go before the federal Supreme Court. That's the only place it could really be handled. And even constitutionally, that's where it's supposed to be handled. So if you have constitutionalists, which now you have five, um, uh, Alito, Thomas, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and Amy Coney Barrett. So you have five originalists. Okay. Some people count um, Roberts in that, but I, I think he's too far gone. Um, the rest of them just postmodern. They don't think there's actually meaning in the authorial intent of you know the Constitution or any other any other language for that matter. But um, you have five constitutionalists, so they're probably going to hear this. I think based on that, unless somebody just really chickens out, hmm. which is all it could be the case. But we're praying. And I really do... Chicken out because there's pressure from the other yes. side. It takes courage to do the right thing. Yeah, so if you them. heard, there was a Michigan... Um, there, was a, there was a congresswoman, what is her name? Cynthia A. Johnson, Michigan House of Representatives, today that basically said she warned Trumpers. She called her Trump supporters. She said, I'm warning you. And she called out, quote-unquote, soldiers to come out and make the Trump supporters pay, to make, make them pay. pay. Yeah. Um, so I think what's in the back of everybody's mind is, man, if the Supreme Court does this and it ends up going to Trump, we are going to basically be thrown into civil war. Um, Antifa's coming out, all these people. What, the riots we just experienced are going to be 10 times worse they're not just going to be buildings burning down and a few people getting killed and injured. They're going to come out guns blazing. And the patriots are going to come out and, you know, resist that. And we're going to be in this massive, you know, chaos and upheaval. Do, do the justices have what it takes to say, you know what, come what may, we need to stand for the truth. We need to stand for the Constitution and basically save the republic. Because if this, if, if, 5% of these voter fraud allegations are true, then this election, th th this is a treasonous attempt at a coup d'etat to unseat hmm. a duly elected president for the past four years and unseat his reelection. Mm -hmm. So that civil war has already happened, but do we want to see it progress into that next phase? And that's where I think they're going to have to make that decision. Are we willing to do that? You know, and also I, I say consider, I remember hearing um, a pastor say that um, our president has been, not the president-elect, our president has been censored on Twitter close to 200 times. And Joe Biden, president, so to speak, they're saying president-elect has never been censored. So yeah. let that sink in. You have big tech totally against the sitting president yeah. and if they will censor the president of the United States and YouTube is now saying they're going to take down anything that contradicts the narrative no. just think that through what what we're up against the fight for truth the fight for freedom of the press um, any opinion we put out there that yeah. contradicts what they deem is wrong yeah. We'll be taking that, and I think that that's the day and time we're living in, is that um, this is a fight for, like you said, truth, a fight for good, a fight for the republic. Crazy. Yeah, crazy it's crazy. Time. And so, you know, that that's that's the question, the human element involved. We're going to give you some action steps at the end, too. Okay. Um, but we're, we're rounding third base here, about to close it out. But let me just say this. So what happens if they take the case? Okay. They hear the case and they rule in favor of Texas okay. at all. What happens at that point, basically, they don't, they don't say Trump wins. Like, the Supreme Court won't decide the election in that straightforward manner. What they'll say is now um, the state legislators can, can choose their own um, president to vote for. Oh. Now, that could have already happened yeah, so so really, so there's the there there are like federal laws I think that say the electors have to choose what that state's popular vote is. Okay. But the Constitution doesn't say that, and they in the in the Bush v. Gore case they reinforced the Constitution by saying um, the legislators have plenary power in choosing electors, which means they have full power. 
So even without the Supreme Court ruling in it, I, I believe they would be allowed to choose Trump electors. But they normally don't do that because of political pressure. In this special case, when they've actually looked at the evidence, if they if you had people like Manistrone, I forget his name, in Pennsylvania, if you had enough guys like that, they would already just do that yeah. at this point. And but what the Supreme Court, if they if they make that case and they say choose your own electors, what the, what's that's going to change is it gives the weight of the court behind them now potentially choosing Trump electors in these states because the, the Supreme Court is saying, yeah, the election was done wrong in Pennsylvania, for instance. So you legislators in Pennsylvania, you pick whichever electors you think you should pick based on that fact. Okay. So now in all these states, you actually have a Republican majority. Um, I believe, maybe not Michigan, but I think even Michigan, you have a Republican majority. So they could, in this instance, say, yeah, because the election was fraudulent and it was all this stuff was done in favor of Biden, it looks like Trump would have won had this not happened. We're going to send Trump electors. And if they all, all four states do that, Trump wins easily. And it's over on December mm. 14th. So you think just the backing of the Supreme Court will give them the courage? That's what Jay Seculow, and I was listening to him today, he, they okay. said, yeah, that's a fundamental game changer. Okay, because I wondered if they didn't right, have it prior. Right, exactly. Why would they have it now? Sure. Well, it's because now they, now they could appeal and say, look, the Supreme Court even said these elections were basically fouled up. Okay. And, and it looks pretty clear that Trump was winning majorly that night, and all these you know, fake ballots and spikes came in at 4 o'clock in the morning inexplicably. Um, so we're going to go with Trump electors. But they could still, they're still allowed under that ruling to go with Biden electors. Yikes. So they okay. could do that. Or they could say, we're not going to send electors. Now, what happens if, if like, send. two, let, let's say Pennsylvania and Michigan choose not to send electors? Well, then neither candidate will make it to 270. Then it's thrown to that other scenario we talked about a couple podcasts ago, where it goes to Congress and the House of Representatives votes for president. And the Senate votes for vice president. Yikes. Now, in that case, it's looking good for Trump as well. Again, depending, because you don't know who in the GOP you can trust these days. But there, are, there will be tw 27 Republican votes to 21 Democratic votes that in the House. Yep. Okay, I didn't know that. I just heard that today, too. That, that'll be the number. And in the Senate, you'll have um, 50... Either 50 to 50 or 52 to 48 or 49 or 51, 49, depending on how the runoff goes. And when, if, if the vote in Congress takes place before the runoff, I think the Republicans have the majority still. If it takes place after the runoff and both Republicans and Georgia lose, it would be a tie. But then Pence could break the tie. So Pence probably wins that way as well. So if it go, if basically it's looking like if the Supreme Court which I think, you, again, you have five originalists. They, the, the case is clear. Texas would win if they vote according to the Constitution because clearly those states did not abide by the constitutional rules for running elections, so they disenfranchised the other states. They would throw it at that point to the legislators. Trump could win there. I don't think, I don't think that all four would vote for Biden. So I think either Trump wins there or it goes to Congress, and Trump wins there. Yikes. So, okay. you know, what we need to be looking for is, you know, just, again, praying that the Supreme Court takes the case, that they had the courage to do what's right. And maybe even Roberts, you know, if you could get a 6-3, that lends even more credibility to it and takes a little pressure off of Kavanaugh and, and Barrett, who might be a little squirrely on it. Who knows? Um, you know, Barrett's coming in new, so, and she might feel that pressure of, like, man, this, she's, this is probably the biggest maybe the biggest Supreme Court decision in the history of the United States. Maybe. Mm. I've heard people say that. So we're at a you know, precipice and a crossroads right now. And so is she going to be that fifth person to turn this whole thing? Maybe. You know, people, prophets have been talking about her being an Esther that was sent. And, and how wild again would that be sure. for Ruth Bader Ginsburg to pass at the very last minute, mm. just in time sure. for Amy Barrett to come in mm -hmm. and be the decision maker in this case so we'll see but here's something you can do so this uh saturday i'm going to look it up to make sure i get the right website. but i think it's jerichomarch.org go to jerichomarch.org okay 
And um, they've been doing these prayer rallies around the um, wherever the legislators meet, um, the Capitol buildings of these particular places in the swing states as well as Washington, D.C. They've been doing it every day at 12 p.m. now for since after the election, I believe. But you want to hear the story this guy tells, too. He he is works for the Trump campaign in some kind of capacity or the Trump administration. And he had this vision from God where God told him what was going to happen and, and all this stuff. And that they were to march around these Capitol buildings every day um, at 12 praying. And then on the on the last uh, the last one, which is December 12th. Um, in all the contest, contested states in Washington, D.C., they were going to do this and then blow, you know, these shofars and trumpets and, you know, basically pray just like in the, you know, Joshua fifth battle of Jericho days. <laughs> um, but what this one of the things this will do besides just the spiritual element of it, which is huge, you know, I think there's something that's going to happen in the spiritual world, just like it did through Dutch Sheets prayer meetings, you know, last mm-hmm. week. But it really does, man. It makes a huge difference. I think this is part of spiritual warfare. That's good, yeah. But another thing it does is it gives people courage, like the legislators, because they're seeing, you know, if you the get support, a bunch of people yeah. show up, you feel like, okay, people have our backs to, to make this courageous decision. Because you know already they're getting death threats. They're getting all kinds of, like people have talked about this. Many of them, some of the um, witnesses have lost their jobs. Yeah. Um, one of them was uh, beaten almost to death in ICU, one of Sidney Powell's witnesses in Georgia. Um, but these legislators are under threats as well from all so- all sides. So they need to know that we are standing with them, that we're supporting them. But in D.C. as well, the Supreme Court, they're going to be marching around that that day, I-, I believe, as well, to let those guys know, hey, you, get- you need to do what's right for the people. Wow. Yeah. Now, Nerva and I are going to go, uh, and I'm going to tell you, we're going to go to uh, Nevada this Saturday, and if you want to follow us, I'm going to try to do some free mind Instagram lives that day. So follow us on at free mind FM if you're on Instagram. Um, if you're not on Instagram, you could get out, you could get a page and just you know, just follow free mind. That's all, <laughs> um, and just uh, stick with us there. I'm gonna to try to do some of those on Saturday, but I want to encourage you guys as well. If you can, get to one of these states and do this march. Go to JerichoMarch.org. Go to Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona. They each have specific cities where they're gathering people and D.C. to march that day. And I think this is a great way for us to, to pray and take action, put to you know put our faith to the pavement and be a part of this you know, amazing thing that's going on in our world right now where God is really exposing things and bringing justice. Anything you want to add before we sign off? No, just to um, be aware. You know, our, our, no, our um, lives are crazy. You know, we've got a lot, of thing going, a lot of things going on in our personal lives. There's health, there's family drama, there's work issues. And, you know, just remember to put your nation on the list when it comes mm. to prayer. Just remember that our leaders need prayer. Our pastors need prayer, our state legislators, our senators, governors. We need prayer. I think the enemy has unleashed something in our nation that um, it's it's involving a lot of deception, a lot of evil, a lot of darkness. And you've got strong forces that are against the body of Christ. And so um, putting on the armor, all of it, you know, it, it's, it's a day and time where, you know, I remember traveling and sitting next to someone that serves in the armed forces and he had his gear on and everything Mm. and it looked like he was just coming from somewhere i don't know intense overseas and i remember thinking you just have no idea what he's seen and what he's been through the war the the fighting things going on in other parts of the world and so it's that kind of uh time we're living in we have sometimes if you're not in the know, you have no idea the warfare going on mm. in our nation. Um, powers that be that want to see our country fall, yeah. and it is real. It's true. I know it sounds like a lot of conspiracy theory, but if you look and do a, just a little bit of research, you can find that this stuff is true and really going on. And there's um, a, a few that are doing the heavy hand fighting for the rest. And so lift those leaders up. Lift up our government. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just stay in the game, stay yep. prayed up, 
for yourself and for your neighbors because we don't know what's to come and i don't want to i don't want to speak fear i want to speak faith i want to speak strength i want to speak um awareness and and putting on the armor for for our nation That's for it. our families yeah and again some of those resources newsmax oanncom oanncom one america news network and epic times thank you guys again for joining us We will hopefully jump back on soon to talk about the Great Reset, the COVID-19, and more. All right, we'll see you soon.